welcome to Get Into Flow, the podcast all about shifting your mindset, identifying new perspectives, and taking action to inspire the kind of change in your life that will allow you to live unapologetically true to you. A life that you can look back on with pride and no regrets. I'm Sabrina, a mindset coach, and I'm committed to helping you build courage and confidence to take the next step on your journey of self-development and healing. Welcome to part two, the conclusion of our two-part series on burnout. If you are just joining us, welcome, happy to have you here. I do highly encourage you to go back and listen to the previous episode, last week's episode, part one, where I went through the different physical and psychological signs that you might be experiencing burnout. I obviously use myself as an example, having experienced a major burnout that caused a complete change in my career. For me, the burnout was a blessing in disguise. Usually things happen for a reason, and I believe that I needed to get to that point of no return to make a huge shift and change in my life, in my career to be exact. And thanks to that, we are here today. It's led me to this place. I am grateful for having experienced burnout. Now, it wasn't fun when it was happening, And knowing me by now, you know I share my life story, I share my vulnerability, I don't hold back. So part one is a lot about what I experienced, the different symptoms and how I kind of knew that I was on the verge of and definitely had a burnout. And today I want to talk a little bit more about the different causes of burnout because there are in fact different factors that contribute to a burnout. It's not always the same formula. And that's why sometimes it's a bit tricky because it's not just a cookie cutter, I work too hard or I overwork, I'm stressed and anxious, and that equals burnout. There are a lot of different factors that can contribute to burnout, and some of them you might actually be surprised to hear that that is the reason why you are feeling drained and feeling exhausted. I think the end result symptoms of feeling exhausted are similar And you have different ways of feeling exhausted, which I'll also explain. But the reasons why we get to that point based on our work and life experience is very different, or it can be different. And that's what I would like to shed light on today so that you could perhaps identify yourself in one of those categories or just be a little more open and curious to the reality that you might indeed be on the verge of a burnout or you might be in one. And again, my goal is to help, to help you overcome these obstacles, these challenges, give you the tools, equip you with what you need to get through these experiences. I will say my disclaimer again, as I said in my first episode, I am not a medical professional, so please do not take my words as professional advice. I am here to guide you, to give you information so that you can then go and do the investigation on your own to see if you need to seek out more professional medical advice based on where you're at in your life. But I am here to give you guidance. I am not here to diagnose you. I just want to make that very clear. All right, so let's dive in. Let's continue, actually. So you've gone back, you've listened to part one. 
And maybe now you're starting to reflect, you're becoming curious, and you're asking yourself some questions. Or maybe you're thinking, I'm not totally happy with where I am right now. I'm not able to be myself because I'm exhausted, because I may be on the verge of a burnout, or I am in a burnout. And if we talk about exhaustion, there are three different types of exhaustion. And if you are someone like me, who's a teacher, who's a coach, who's in the service industry, who deals with people and gives a lot of themselves out to others on a daily basis, these are three different ways that you can distinguish your different types of exhaustion. So we have physical exhaustion, which is basically just feeling overtired during or throughout the day, um, the feeling of maybe needing to sleep more, wanting to take more sick days, maybe developing insomnia or headaches due to the anxiety and depression related to the prospect of being in your work environment. Mental exhaustion is the feeling of being unable to accomplish as much as you usually do. So maybe you're someone who was very productive and now that change is quite drastic and you're no longer able to be as productive and or as efficient as you once were or maybe you're losing your creativity you're losing your imagination or inspiration as much related to problem solving as anything else so maybe you're feeling reluctant to take on anything new maybe if a new project comes your way and in the past you were like yeah bring on this new client or this new project now you're like oh dear god and you're running in the other direction that was huge for me that's what i felt every time my boss would come and be like hey we have a new client you have a new account in the past i'd be like yeah bring it on that time when i was in burnout towards the end of my career i was like oh my god not another one and i'd want to hide under my desk so that's mental exhaustion also, if you're mentally exhausted, you don't necessarily want to make plans, social plans after work or on weekends because you're just exhausted. And emotional exhaustion, this can look different for everybody, but maybe you feel like you need to take more alone time, increasingly having less patience or feeling overwhelmed by the everyone else's needs maybe you're someone who people come to for advice or for help and you're feeling overwhelmed every time someone comes and asks you a question that's what happened to me i got to a point where i was like stop bothering me i was the go-to person and i love being the go-to person because i love helping everyone but at that time in my burnout i was like leave me alone i felt overwhelmed even by just one simple question so that is a huge sign of emotional exhaustion. Also, when I was speaking about my behavior change, uh, smiling less, laughing less, um, feeling maybe hopeless, feeling lost, feeling frustration, feeling just kind of like you've reached a point of no return. That's what emotional exhaustion can look like. Now, before getting to a few things that you can do to help yourself, I want to just clarify three different burnout causes. So we've identified the physical symptoms, some psychological symptoms. We've identified the difference between physical, mental, and emotional exhaustion, which you may have felt all or a few of the above. 
Now, what I learned and through my experience as well, the causes of burnout are very different and that contributes to how you are experiencing the symptoms. So for example, the first type of burnout is frenetic burnout. And that occurs when we channel so much energy into work, often as a result of anxiety, that the rewards of the role eventually begin to seem negatively disproportionate to the effort that you put in. In other words, you start to feel like I'm putting in so much work and I'm getting nothing in return. Is it worth it? And this is where we don't have a good work-life balance. So the energy that we invest into work is so much more than what we're getting back in return. This is where I talk about all the time, filling your cup. If your cup is empty, but you're still trying to give to others, this is where the burnout feeling can occur because you're running on empty. Your battery is drained and you haven't recharged and plugged in to help yourself, but you're still trying to give out the most energy you can. And it really occurs, the burnout itself, when you're working at an intensity to the point of exhaustion. So that's frenetic burnout. Number two, under-challenged burnout. That occurs when you feel trapped in a monotonous and unstimulating work environment. So maybe you've outgrown your job or your role. It doesn't provide you the same satisfaction or challenge it once did. This contributes to an overall lowering of your mood, of your inspiration, of your creativity, because you kind of feel stuck. You kind of feel like, oh, I've been doing this job for 20 years and I feel like I'm capable of more. Or I'm just kind of done with the same routine. I need a change. So that's a different type of burnout. So you're not necessarily overextending yourself, but you're just not spending the energy in the right place. This is the type of burnout that's hard to spot. And this is the type of burnout that I experienced. I would say I experienced, oh wait, let's get to number three and then I'll, I'll give you my, my case. But I was going to say the under-challenged burnout was a big one for me because I felt like I needed to be doing something that had more meaning, that had more challenge, and I was kind of stuck in this role that I was also feeling frenetic burnout for because I was putting so much into it but not getting the recognition I feel like I deserved or the help that I needed. So for me, it was a combination of the two. But under-challenged burnout is definitely one that you want to watch out for because that also gives you the indication that you need to change environments, you need to change your job to be able to be stimulated, to be able to get that creativity, that inspiration back. And this is the one that I talk about often when it comes to changing jobs or careers because I feel like we're all capable and we're all deserving of doing something that we love and that we feel challenged about and we're not meant to stay in the same job for 40 years unless it continues to stimulate you to to continue to challenge you as you evolve it evolves with you yes that is a healthy work relationship otherwise time to change and there's also worn out burnout that occurs when you basically give up after experiencing a period in which your work environment is a consistent source of intense stress or negativity. 
meaning you've just given up hope. You've put so much energy, so much effort, and now you're exhausted, you're worn out, and that's when the burnout occurs. So we have frenetic burnout, which is just constantly putting out energy and not getting the same amount in return. Under-challenge burnout, where you feel a lack of stimulation and no challenge, maybe you're stuck, you're no longer motivated in your job, you're in an unstimulating work environment. And number three, worn out burnout. You've reached a point where you've just given up on caring, on contributing, because it's been that way for too long. So for me, I think it's a combination of all three. That's what I experienced. And I think that's why it was so dramatic to the point where change and action needed to be taken to get myself out of this burnout because it was the result of overworking myself but also giving up because I was just worn out and exhausted and also feeling under-challenged and unstimulated. So whether you have just one burnout cause or a combination of two or three, it's definitely interesting to note where it comes from so that you can then identify what are the steps that you need to do to take action to help yourself. And that's where we're at now. I want to give you some things that you can do to evaluate, first of all, what kind of burnout do you feel like you're experiencing? And depending on the type of cause of burnout, you can then see what needs to be done to help yourself out of it. Now, again, my disclaimer, if you feel like you are in burnout, if you are experiencing any of the symptoms that I've mentioned to a large degree, please seek out medical attention get help from a professional. This podcast is meant to give you guidance, but is in no way here to give you medical diagnosis or replace a diagnosis or medical attention. So again, if you feel like you need to see a medical professional, please do so. And I encourage you to be open and honest and vulnerable and have the conversation to help yourself heal and get better. So if you are experiencing any of these symptoms and you've kind of gained some clarity now around where it comes from or the type of burnout that you're feeling, these are five ways that you can start to look at helping yourself. So the first is obviously having a proper work and life balance. And I know that's easier said than done, but really take an honest look at the balance in your life. Do you spend more time at work than at home, but your values are such that your family and quality time with loved ones are up there, number one or number two. If that's the case, but you're spending all your time at work, of course you're going to feel exhausted because you're going to feel like your efforts are being put and your energy are being put in the wrong place. You wish you'd be with your family because your values and your priorities are with them, but you're stuck at work or you're overworking. That's where you need to maybe put up some boundaries, uh, which is number two, set boundaries, learn to say no. If you're in a job that does not require overtime, but you are taking it on because you just want to do the right thing, but you're feeling like you're on the verge of burnout or you have an offset work-life balance, 
boundaries are going to be hugely important for you. Set those boundaries, figure out what's important to you, what your priorities are, and learn to say no. And stop people-pleasing. Stop trying to be everything to everyone. What are you to yourself? Take a step back. Are you being your most authentic self or are you just running around trying to be the best version of you for everybody else? That also leads to burnout, pleasing everybody else and putting yourself last. So it's important to put yourself first, which leads to number three, take care of yourself. Prioritize your health, physical, mental, emotional health. Make sure you are the best that you can be. So eat well, move your body, practice meditation, just get yourself into a healthy state. That will help you tremendously, even if you're going through burnout or to prevent burnout, it'll help you to really make sure that you're in a, in a healthy state overall. Next, feel like you have a sense of purpose. So if you are someone who is feeling under-challenged, Understimulated, you've lost your sense of purpose at work, that leads to burnout because you're now not clear on why you're doing what you're doing. And that in itself is exhausting. If you don't know why you're doing something and you're working just as hard, but it's not giving you that return satisfaction, or you've lost the meaning behind it, or you feel like you're capable of more, this is a time to ask yourself what is my purpose? You need to feel like you have an intention, whether in your job, in your life, like you need to feel like you're here doing something that makes you happy, that lights you up, that makes you feel like you are doing exactly what you're meant to be doing, that your life has meaning. And if your life lacks meaning, that can contribute to burnout. So whether you're in a burnout state, you're approaching it, or even just to prevent burnout, make sure that you always have intention. Everything that you do has meaning and intention. And finally, number five, find a way to be challenged in your role. If you can't find it in your current work role, then maybe that's a sign that it's time to find something new. So this also goes with the idea of being understimulated or having outgrown your role at work. If you've outgrown your role, if you've evolved as a person, but the role and your job have not evolved with you, instead of like jumping ship and being like, peace out, got to find a new job, I would suggest and highly recommend to see if there's room for growth within your current company. If you still like the company and you want to stay there, definitely see if there's room for growth. Is there room for a promotion, take on more responsibilities, be more challenged? so that your energy can also be put in the right places and that make sure that you're rewarded for it, of course. But if there is no opportunity there, it might be time to find something new. All right, that was a lot of information, but I hope you found it helpful. If you yourself are suffering from burnout or you feel close to the edge and you're about to get into a burnout state, please do seek out a health professional, seek medical attention if needed, do what you can to help yourself. If you know someone who might be suffering from burnout, if 
all of this information makes you think of someone, please encourage them to seek out medical attention as well or seek out a health professional. Maybe share this podcast with them and have them listen and see if they resonate with any of it. I think the biggest thing for me when it came to my validation or my acceptance of burnout was when I heard all of the symptoms and when I heard the causes and when I identified myself as being part of the burnout gang. But at the same time, the biggest thing that had me agree to change and move forward and accept that that's where I was, was the notion that it was okay, that you're not alone, that burnout is common, we all suffer from it at one time or another, the most important thing that you can do is be honest with yourself, is to talk about it, is to seek out the help, is to get yourself better, to get the help that you need, and to just be open so that you can help more people. That's my intention here. If I experienced it, I can't possibly be alone feeling this way. And by speaking so openly about it, I hope that I've inspired you to confide in someone. You don't have to go on a podcast and speak about it, but maybe you're going to confide in someone you love and just be honest with the fact that, hey, I think I'm experiencing burnout. And what can I do to help myself? How can I seek out the tools and maybe just the tips that I've given you today, you start to apply them and you already start to feel better. Or maybe just the idea of being okay with the fact that you're at this point in your life is the big acceptance point that you needed to be able to be okay with making some changes and moving on and helping yourself. So on that note, I encourage you to really talk about it, to be open, to deep dive and see where it is that you can introduce change into your life to help yourself to get healthy, to get yourself out of this burnout and to finally live a life that you desire, that you love, your best, most intentional, most meaningful life where you're not exhausted, where you're able to be your best authentic self at work and then go home and be the same way for your family, for your friends, and really just make the most out of your life. Thank you for listening today. I hope that you received everything you needed from this episode, from this two-part episode, actually. And as always, I inspire you to welcome change. Where in your life can you begin to introduce change? Little action, baby steps even, that will get you closer to that ideal life that you know in your heart you are truly capable of living. It's possible, and you can do it. Until next time, friends, keep following your heart and get into that flow state.